Hello and welcome to Salty Lit and Spiritually Fit. I'm your hostess, B. Leonard, and I am here today with a little bit of a pivot from our weekly series, our ongoing series of Weed Seed Feed and Be Fruitful and Multiply. And I did this because I have a dear friend visiting from the Valley, um, Jenna, and Jenna is here with me from Arizona. However, Jenna has been what I like to call a lifelong friend, y'all. As you get older, you will know that friends are such a dear treasure and such a gift from God. And those friends become family and family in Christ is just, I mean, more weightier than gold. Jenna, it is such an honor to welcome you to Salty Lit and Spiritually Fit. Girl, you do have a uncanny way, an undeniable way of lighting this world up. It is an honor to be your friend. Welcome to this space. The mic is yours. Thank you so much. I'm so excited as a listener and as a lifelong friend to be here. We just have so much fun together. So. We do. So Jenna and I are self-declared adventure buddies for life. For life. We are. And so as much as we love to do life together in the fun things, we also are very aware that life is not always fun. Yes. And we are not only fangirls of Jesus, <laughs> we are we are followers of Christ yes. and we are deep believers in the word and we know that the word carries weight and that that weight is what will get us where we need to go Mm -hmm. in times of need in times of deep sorrow Mm -hmm. in times of broken places that we could never bear alone yes and we have walked some very serious hard very high mountains and some very very deep valleys (laughs) yes ma'am higher than the grand canyon which we have hiked together (laughs) With children in tow. With children. <laughs> With children in tow and, and, and joyful hearts, yes. might I add. We were smiling when we went down and smiling when we came back. And, and you were in significant pain on that trip. And yes. Still, and my kids were on leashes and we did. <laughs> it was just an amazing time. It was a whole vibe. And we hope you're picking up what we're putting down here because you have to make your choices and just commit. Yes. And that's something that, Come that I'm may. so thankful we do, right, is we yes. do the hard work to be together and we always choose joy amongst it. Absolutely. And we're better together. <laughs> our, joy is, our joy is not negotiable. No, because we're going to find it, even if we have to dig it out of the ground. <laughs> Jenna, I hope you don't mind me sharing this story because I didn't clear it with you before, but I know I've sprung this one on you a few times and I've, and I've started out with anything. this one. Okay, so the day we met. Oh, yes. <laughs> So the day we met, Jenna and I met in a foreign country. Well, it's, of course, you know, you think about foreign countries. Aren't all countries foreign to us if it's not <laughs> our country? And so that is a foreign concept to me to say foreign country, right? So we are abroad. And um, so I've shared on this podcast before that our family serves very proudly in the United States Air Force um, and that I am a veteran. My husband is still very much active duty. And so that is a big part of our daily life and a part of our community and a part of our culture. Um, this was also part of Jenna's culture at the time. <laughs> and my son, our middle son, Hudson, at the time was just shy of 10. Mm-hmm. And he had met our neighbors prior to mine. And he kept telling me, I mean, maybe <laughs> it had to have been a half a dozen times about our neighbor. And and I was mistaken. I, you know, our, our apartments were pretty much ghost towns at yeah. that point. It was a 
it was a brand new complex and our building was the newest of them all. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that you would know other people were living there, but they were fairly large hallways sure, yeah. and spacious spaces. Yeah. And so we hadn't had the chance of bumping into each other mm-hmm. yet. And you would think being in close proximity, <laughs> as close as it turned out that we were, yes. that we would have seen Sharing or heard <laughs> seen or heard one another, but we had not. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day, finally, I just take Hudson at his word, and, and we walk over next door, and I knock on the and I knock on the door, and she answers the door, and she's in these, and and Jenna has been passion forward since I met her, y'all. <laughs> so you may be thinking, like I am, you know, throwing it back to what you see now. You see people in these cute overall denims she was there she was already there she was already there in 2016 maybe yeah Yeah. so 2016 she was already in them and she was wearing a tiara (laughs) because she you know your worth (laughs) she knows her worth and I said sold (laughs) it is done you are my friend forever and I'm pretty sure I said that I'm like and it is finished (laughs) and it was and we literally from that very first moment we just clicked like like you just making adult friends is so different and it's harder in my opinion um but we just clicked and it was the lord he just he had us for each other and i'm so thankful (laughs) he really did and our shenanigans began yes and we will never stop (laughs) and and we had a really unique position. Mm-hmm. We got to do a lot of life together in a place that was unfamiliar, but it became very familiar. Mm-hmm. And and I really resonate with a lot of the old time and Old Testament and even into the mm-hmm. New Testament where Paul is speaking to these believers. Yeah. They're going into new places. They are. They are sojourning. Mm-hmm. And I love that you use one of my words. Yes. <laughs> a word that has been knit into my ministry. Yes. Um, throughout life, but when we were in South Korea, which is the country in which we met in, um, so many years ago at this point, mm-hmm. we had a ministry called Fab Five, and that's something that I had referred to my family as the Fab Five because I'd been praying over our family, and we have three sons, and there's two adults, and so we were mm-hmm. Fab, and we were five, and it just worked, and then we were the collective, and yeah. so as the ministry just started to take shape we ended up anchoring it on five principles mm-hmm. of faith, family, fitness, food, and fun. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and we would meet up on Fridays and we would work out together and take a field trip together and dive, dig into the word together and eat really great food together. And we would just simply small group for an entire day mm-hmm. in a in a strange place, in a new place. And dig in knit our hearts together right which is what we're going to talk about today yeah so get into the word girl would you read it for us would you read colossians 2 do you mind going to one through three for us one through three you Mm -hmm. got it all right so for i want and this is paul do you want to give you a little explain who's talking oh yeah thanks thanks for bringing me back on track there all right so we have paul here paul the apostle paul the main man paul that used to be Saul. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. I feel like he needs a theme song. He does. He needs like a jingle. He really does, <laughs> especially because we have Paul here. He's not just talking. He's a, he is writing, which we had just talked about yesterday, penmanship, yes. uh, everything, Gorgeous. right? Like it's, he is taking the time very intentionally to write to a church, mm-hmm. the Colossians, in fact. He's writing to the Colossian people, and he's writing to them around AD 61. He is in prison, y'all, in Rome. Mm-hmm. So he is bound right now. He's not a free man. 
He's not living his life in comfort. He's not living a life he's accustomed to. And if you guys can remember, just part of Paul's story, if you're not familiar with Paul, Paul used to be Saul before God got a hold of his heart, before God met him on this road to Damascus and changed everything about him. He used to be a convictor of Christians. He was completely against the Christian way. And he actually would imprison Christians and even worse right? And even worse. And we won't go into this because that's his testimony and it is told thoroughly. And I would love to share that another time. But today we're going to talk about how he's encouraging and how he is now Paul. So he is writing to combat these false doctrines and he's talking about Jesus and he's bringing them back to the one true Jesus and to the one true truth. And he's saying, hey, I see what you're doing here in Colossians. You're doing really great. Mm -hmm. However, whoa, 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 I see that there's some trouble. And I want to remind you that Jesus is sufficient, Mm -hmm. that you don't need any substitutes. You don't need any false doctrine. You don't need any of that old way, that old stinking thinking doesn't need to come. Yeah, it doesn't need to come back around. You don't need to complicate this. You don't need to bring back any of that old baggage and you don't need to unpack all of that again or rehash all of that. So here we go. We're going to have him talking to them. All right. So this is Colossians 2, 1 through 3. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ in whom we are hidden with all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Whoa, what a verse. What a verse. I just want to think on the imagery for just Mm -hmm. a second. And I think Paul must have known, you would think he would have known some scripture. Right? He would have known some scripture. (laughs) He knows some things. He would have known that he is fearfully and wonderfully made, that he has been knit together in his mother's womb. Yes. And so I'm thinking he's using, he's, that he's using that same verbiage. He's using that language, right? Mm-hmm. That dialect to think about being knit so closely together. Mm-hmm. Just as they are inseparable. They are inseparable. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking about multiple people mm-hmm. coming together, inseparable. Mm-hmm. And way back, even before Paul ever walked this earth, we hear God speaking to Adam and Eve mm-hmm. in Genesis and how it is not good for man to be yes, alone. So we have community. We have a God who loves community. Mm-hmm. We have a God who loved Adam so much that he created Eve. Mm-hmm. We have a God who loved Adam and Eve so much that he created ability for them to bear children. Yes. We have a God who loves Adam and Eve so much that he bare children and gave them community. Mm-hmm. We have a God who loved Adam and Eve and their children so much that he created the ability for them to have church. Mm-hmm. And then friendship. Mm-hmm. And then structure Mm -hmm. and ministry and so forth and so on. So we don't have a God of chaos. We have a God of order, Mm -hmm. a God of plan, purpose, of compassion. Mm -hmm. And so we see him here with telling them that he wants them to be together with strong ties of love. Mm -hmm. And that like right before that, that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love. Being encouraged. Being knit together is encouraging and it is spurring you on. Girl, I can't tell you how many times you've encouraged me in deep places of discouragement. It's right back at you. (laughs) (laughs) Jenna and I, not only are we both parents, Mm -hmm. but we've also walked multiple career paths together. Yes. Big changes, big pivots in career. In multiple states, in multiple countries. Yes. In multiple relationships. Yes. Movements. Yes. Hard parenting seasons, hard friendship seasons. Hard health seasons for myself. Yes. yes. 
life changes. Mm-hmm. There is nothing on this side of and, earth that's given or guaranteed. And been with each other um, through deep, deep hurts, mm. deep betrayals in other relationships. Absolutely. And, um, and deep hurt in, in our families. And like you said, you know, watching our kids and growing up, you know, seeing each other parent and being part of our kids' lives. Absolutely. And those you guys know, right, those are big. And we've never um, had to, sh- like, shave off some of the difficult stuff and only share. It's like, oh, yeah, well, everything's good, you know. This or sweep is them under the rug. Yeah, yes. we can be like, wow, everything fell apart, you know. Yep. Or this did not, what's happening? I thought we were going this way, and then we went this way. Um, just really, really amazingly honest um, struggles. Yes. That we've had the wonderful blessing and opportunity to share with each other and and feel less alone and be encouraged and be pointed back to scripture and to Christ. And to be blameless before the Lord in it yeah. and not shame one another yes. through it. Yes. I think there's a huge message there. Mm-hmm. To never have to uh, feel like you need to alter the truth. You can share it boldly and honestly um, and not, not have those parts hid in a way that you're afraid to share. Absolutely. So there's that encouragement. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So Paul is agonizing for these. He's agonizing. He's trying to tell them like, hey, you don't have to. There is a comfort in your old life. Mm -hmm. In what was known. Mm -hmm. There's also a comfort in today's world of what to show and what to share. Yes. And what what your lifestyle should look like. Mm -hmm. Or what it does look like. What it does look like. (laughs) And then you know this phrase that I like to use a lot, but like. Would we please stop with the Christianese? Yes. Like, would we stop sugarcoating everything? Would we stop just slapping a Bible verse on it? Because yes. our lives say, are messy, and our houses are it, messy sometimes, and our relationships are messy, and our spiritual walk can be messy sometimes. It can. It doesn't mean that there's not a solid foundation. But no. when you walk by an open lot and you see a solid foundation, you don't go, what a beautiful home, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't. You go, oh, I wonder what happened there, yep. right? You don't say, oh, wow, that foundation is still standing. Mm-hmm. You don't say what potential there is to be built upon mm-hmm. or what used to be there. Your mind can't fathom that. You see an empty space. God is busy building. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is the building God. He's the creating God. He's the one who can restore and redeem. And along with the seasons that we have walked in deep hurt, we have also walked some great seasons of celebration and restoration. And and, and <laughs> by choice. And I'm so, so, so thankful that, um, like you see, yeah, that we can share those things with a sister who is alongside, you know, you were saying when we prayed earlier that uh, we weep together and that we rejoice yes. together and that we genuinely are so for each other because we know that Christ is for us and we know that we're for each other. Yes. And we can celebrate each other in such a genuine and honest way. And we know that not every day can be an on day. No. Not every day can be 100%. No. Or 100%. And not every day should be 100% us because then we're doing it a little bit wonky, right? Like yeah. everybody has to be 100% for Jesus. Yeah. And we show up to the best of our, and blessed of our ability and let God do the rest, right? And, and we find rest in that. Mm-hmm. And we and we both pray full days always, and we hope <laughs> and we hope against all hope that we move from grace to grace and strength to strength, yes. and that we do it well yes. in worship, and that we do it in a way that reflects Christ, in a way that glorifies Him, yeah. yes, and and provides opportunity to worship and witness, mm-hmm. yeah, and testify. Yeah. And I want to say that I believe you're doing a, a beautiful job in that. And there was this one time, and I'm going to say this, and it's not to boast or brag about our friendship, but it really sticks with my heart. And it set what to me is like the gold standard of friendship. Mm-hmm. And you may, I, I hope that you remember this. So you're taking your circuit. So 
not on TV do all these things too. But remember that F, one of the F words was fitness. Yes. And so we were taking a circuit fitness class and we had all of our kids in tow because I was homeschooling at the time. <laughs> and we had all of our kids in tow. Um, well, two of the three of my boys in tow um, and her two small. They were very like small. Two and three at the time. They were very small. And we were, we were very much into letting them be fit too and mm-hmm. having them be involved as much yeah. as their small bodies could handle <laughs> at their fitness level. And we were at this early, I think, 6.45 a.m. or 7.45 a.m. class, maybe it was 7.45 a.m. class in the base fitness center, mm-hmm. which was a mile and some change walk from our place yep. that we walked <laughs> together. Um, and then we got there and we did our workout and we were there and one of the young ladies came over and said, we were doing a group, or a partner fitness uh-huh. thing. And she said, I wish I had a friend like that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I her? So she's still friends with me on social media, and I do use every chance I get to encourage her and as often as possible. And I pray for her often that she would have a friend like that, and I do try to be a friend like that to her. And yes. um, I'm not in close proximity to her, but I know we are not close geographically. We no, are 14 we're hours. Never, we're never we, close anymore. Yeah, we are 14 <laughs> hours apart. At one point, we lived across the hallway from each other for a very short season, but we have lived such a beautiful season. 12 hours apart, 14 hours apart now, 10. What was it? Ohio, like 18 hours. Apart? Yeah. 18 hours work. Yeah. So it's been, it, we have been all over the place, United States wise, uh, since then. Yeah. However, she did. She said, Oh, I wish I had a friend like that. You guys are so encouraging to each other. Mm-hmm. And I've held on to that for a long time. But what she saw is we were doing, I don't know what the exercise called. It was with the ropes, like where we had to do oh, like yeah. the, the, the rope <laughs> exercise and we were like roping it. And my arm, which we didn't know now, has a pre-existing shoulder surgery it, or shoulder injury from when I served in the Air Force. Mm-hmm. And it was really hurting. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I was like, no girl, you got this. You just got to get deeper in a squat. And she was like, use both hands. And she was really getting down. And she's like, you could do it. And then, and then there was something about like one of the other exercises and I was like right behind her. And I was like, it's your turn. You go. Yeah. Like, I was like, and and she came over and she said, man, I wish I had a friend like that. And anyways, that's been like a treasure that I hold into my heart. But on the other side of this promise to him or what he wants for them, I want them to be encouraged in it together. I want them to be encouraged in it together. He goes on to say, getting back into our scripture here so I don't get too far out of here. And I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see you your good order in the firmness of your faith in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to think on that. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. Plausible means it gives you a reason to stop and think. Mm -hmm. It's not that the argument is so outlandish that you would just easily dismiss it. Do you remember we've been talking a lot about the enemy coming to kill, steal, and destroy? Mm -hmm. He doesn't just tell blatant lies. He tells small missteps in the truth. I think one of those big ones, right, is that you can do it alone. You can do it alone. Mm-hmm. You don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. You can hide this. Mm-hmm. You don't need Christ's strength in this. Mm-hmm. You don't need to pray during the season. Yep. It's okay if you just sit this one out at church. Or you're tired. It's okay. You yeah. can skip it. Give up that streak on you version. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give it up. And and there's no condemnation here. No. If you do have a misstep, if you do have a moment, if you do set out a season, sometimes there are times to lay things down in Christ yes. and lay them down for a season and maybe never even pick them back up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes there are times where you're you move away from service because 
you have served to the extent of your capability. Mm -hmm. And I truly do believe service is service to God, but it's also growing you as well. It's a gift from God to you. I fully believe it. I I do fully believe that service is not just a gift from you to God, but God unto you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, I think, can I interrupt you? Yeah. I think our our prayer and how we serve and where we serve and, and for everybody listening is that in your service and in where you are in it together, that you are encouraged with people who there is no condemnation. And when you do need to step back or step down, they can encourage you to do that. But at the same time, they can encourage you when you're, you know, slacking in an area that you truly do need in your, you know, reading the word daily and you're praying for your family, your husband, your family, like all of that kind of stuff. Um, That is so helpful and encouraging to not be alone because you have people coming alongside you that are biblically giving you counsel. And hemming you back in. Yep. Bringing you back into the fold. fold Yes. And reminding you that you are not meant to be alone. Yes. And disciplining you in a way that it's not, that it's through encouragement and through kindness. And oftentimes, and I know that this has happened so many times in our relationship. Have you been in the word lately? Yep. yep. <laughs> or because it's like we can tell in each other. Yes. Or drop- in the way that we speak, it's like I know that you're not reading your Bible. I'm like I just know <laughs> by the way that you're talking. <laughs> there seems to be a little bit more world and, than the word in you no, right now, no girl. No, no. There are times when you know language happens or a moment of you know lashing out towards someone yes. who's hurt us. Like, or it no seems to be a cycle. Yes. yes. You're yes. stuck in a cycle. Yes. yes. What? Are, how can we pray about this? How can we pray differently about? This? How can we seek God's word in this? When was the last time you evaluated your schedule? When was, you know, what is your quiet time looking like right now? Mm -hmm. What is your prayer life looking right now? Mm -hmm. Are you listening to God? Yes. Just stop. We stop and pray all the time. We need to stop in this moment and we need to pray. We We, do. um, That was one of my biggest takeaways of our friendship from Korea when we had the. We always, I always say it. Our prayer life. I was just like, the Lord, <laughs> if there's one thing I don't understand in this world, it's why we can't be neighbors all the time. Because Brandy and I cried and prayed in our hallway all of the time. All Having the time. someone across the hallway that you could literally just be like, I need help and I need it right now. Right now. And we would get on our knees and we would just be so uh, broken before the Lord. And he did such tremendous work through that. Yes, he really did. And it still strengthens me to this day. Me too. It is a it yeah. is a foundational core of my it, faith. It, it really is a pillar. Yeah, it is. We're a cry again. We just I, cried on that hallway so much. We we really did. We cried a river right there, and but the Lord caught all of those tears. He did. He, he, and he, you know, one of the phrases you used to use is that we stood in the gap for each other. Yes, all the time. All the time. And that was just. It was amazing. And you know, the thing Glory about I think about that is like knitting having a knit heart together is also being willing to mend another one's heart and, or bring them to the mender, you yes. know, yes. to bring them before them. And so if this possible argument is happening and I know that you have come or become influenced by the enemy or, or something has deeply shaken you or, or pulled you away from the faith, or even just, this is the thing too, guys. And I'm, and I'm talking to everybody. This world is weary. And this is weathered wisdom, I, and I really mean that. It's weathered wisdom. We have lived it, and I and I am in no shape, way, or form done living until the Lord calls this sweet heart back home. You know, until I see him face-to-face, I am going to live out and be sanctified before the Lord in this flesh, my faith, one day at a time, one moment at a time, one hiccup at a time. One failure at a time. Just, if you would have asked me on 
Sunday, we were in a really great place parenting. <laughs> but if you ask me this morning, I am not so sure at the moment. You know, I'm in deep prayer. And I'm like, these teen years are, wow, they're unpredictable at best. Yeah. <laughs> at best, they're unpredictable. And now I'm not so sure. I, there's some reevaluation that needs to happen. There's some character training that needs to happen. There are some truths that we need to anchor into. There are some reinforcements that we need to call upon. There are some boundaries that we need to put in place. There are some healthy places that we need to have happen. You can do that if you're not encouraged with one another. You cannot do that if you're not knit together. Well, so, and Christ is enough, right, Rooney? He is enough. The beginning. He is enough. enough. It's not Jesus plus, but no, this is a he's gift enough. and a blessing from the Lord to aid you alongside. Amen. Amen. He's enough. Yeah. He's enough. And with him being enough, that is the life that's hidden. He's hidden in all the treasures. In him yes. lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Mm-hmm. All of it. All of it that we need to, to live this all life. all the riches of full assurance. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Reach it all. To reach yeah, it all. <laughs> no, no, all of it. All of it is for you. All of it is for me. All of it is for all of those children. Mm-hmm. And there's a firmness. It's not a wishwashiness. Mm-hmm. It's something you can build a life on. Mm-hmm. A life here on the side of heaven and an eternal life that glorifies God. And that we can rejoice here and we can rejoice with good order mm-hmm. as we go forward. And so I, I just, I love that. I love that it's good for today. It's good for tomorrow. It's good in the moment. It's good. It's good forever. It's good forever. And so we encourage you to get into the word. Yes. If yes. you had to give any advice about friendships, yes. what would they be? Um, I honestly, you know, you were a surprise to me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't anticipate I agree. a lifelong friend at whatever, 28 or however long, 27. I don't know. I should, this is a great time to say to oh, you, yeah. I'm considerably older than Jenna. I considerably is a stretch, but. I will be 40 in September. And I will be 33 now. So we're seven years. God's but perfect number. I could never, I could <laughs> seven never is a perfect number. God gave us a blessing that we weren't looking for and we didn't ask for. So I think no. that would be, if it's twofold, if I had to give advice, it's one, pray for God to bring people into your life. In his time. That are, in his time, exactly, yes. but that are those people you can be knit together, together with and encouraged with. You know, especially on social media, we just see these perfect lives all the time. Yes. Everybody is so happy and joyful all the time and that's great. But to have true friends that you can be in the weeds with um, is an unbelievable blessing and turn all that glory and praise back to God. But then also, Amen, you know, be be aware and have your eyes open of who you can be a really good friend to, mm-hmm. you know, and see where people are hurting and needing help in your life and how you can reach them with just a card or a phone call or a care package. <laughs> we do love or... We do. You know. We do love snail mail. We're big, we're big proponents being, of that. Yes. Being the friend that you want. Is um, and there's times where Brandy is a significantly better friend than I am. I and don't think I've ever been a significantly better friend. My refrigerator would say, my refrigerator full of the beautiful stickers and, and <laughs> magnets that she sends me would say elsewise. Yes, no, but it would say a different. Those would be my my two best piece of advice is, is pray that the Lord would bring people to knit together and encourage one another into your life, and then also pray that you would be that person for people because you would be I the think person. we can change each other in sanctification so much. I think. How about you, babe? What you got? I think you hit it on the head, girl. <laughs> I think I think you hit exactly what Paul's talking about here too. Is that that encouragement is also accountability? Mm-hmm. That there's some accountability yeah. there, and that to hit on it lightly, we're not meant to be disposable people. No. And our friendships are not meant to be filling us up in fullness, and they're not meant to be filling the gap that Jesus is supposed to and, fill. We're and that's we are oversaturated and we're overwhelmed and overstimulated mm-hmm. by today's everything. The noise in our world is just significant. Yes. 
Um, you don't even have to get out of your bed to be overwhelmed anymore. It would seem you don't have to leave the house before having too many words for the day, right? I I would probably cringe to hear how many words we spoke just – or I, I spoke primarily on this podcast today alone, probably more than I would have spoke five years ago in an entire day, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just a new platform, it's a new place, yeah. and it's in a new ability to be able to have a full conversation in a way, in a manner that we couldn't maybe necessarily have yeah. that five years ago. And so not necessarily that it's a bad thing, but that it can be hard to guard our hearts and our time and our energy and our focus and our focus and that intentionality and accountability matter mm-hmm. and that if we show up with our friends and we take a vested interest in what is important to them mm-hmm. primarily i would say take a vested interest in their walk with god mm-hmm. first and foremost mm-hmm. because if their spiritual health matters to you then your spiritual health will matter to you yes and so if you're both spiritually healthy because you're not going to ask your friend you know hey how often are you reading bible when you're not no. reading your bible <laughs> no and if you're both spiritually healthy yeah. Joy seems to naturally follow. It is because to... we laugh through just. <laughs> we were at urgent care this week on this trip, and yes. we were just Joyful. laughing up a storm. I mean, we, you know, and yeah. that's the Lord. It's the joy of the Lord in our hearts, and it's not that we're just inherently joyful and cheerful and all these things. It's that that God is present and God is working, and He's allowed us to have you know perspective and be just happy to be walking alongside one another and that we can have praise in every circumstance in every circumstance and i believe paul our man talks about that doesn't he, he does. <laughs> in philippians That's and right. so we 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 do circumstances. yes we do talk we do talk a lot about paul together and walking with him and modeling yes. our faith after him who models his faith after our one and only jesus our savior our Amen. true king um so that would be my advice is take a vested interest in your sister's health like in her spiritual health mm-hmm. and go to conferences together. and don't go too big no don't, don't go too big to be best friends with 12 people no you're not jesus no can't do <laughs> nope. it nope you don't need an entree okay so this might be a little choppy our recording got chopped off and i'm not exactly the queen of editing in fact i'm gonna do zero editing full <laughs> disclosure it's just how i roll <laughs> what, you, what you see is what you get <laughs> yep you're sitting around the table right now i'd like to say it's round but it's not it is a rectangular-ish table and um yeah so I'm definitely not an editor maybe one day I'll have the resources to do that and if we want to pray for the patients for that let's go for it it would probably be a whole log laundry list of skills that I also need for that so patience is not exactly going to be the hot ticket so anyways if you guys know what I mean let's let the Lord meet me where we are we're going to close this out in prayer but we were in the midst of saying don't go big you don't necessarily you don't need 12 close friends um can't maintain that no one can and as you get older and your life gets more complicated yes or you get more dedicated Mm -hmm. maybe not even just complicated you become more dedicated and honed in in your craft Mm -hmm. and in your skills in your talents and in your time where you're directing your energies Mm -hmm. and your ministries Mm -hmm. and your family and your family is also growing in their time talents and energy yes and there's so many places to be to drive them all (laughs) (laughs) and to drive and drive and both of us are in a season of driving right now yes we are simultaneously in seasons of driving what seems like endless amount of miles on our new cars and or new to us cars um unstoppable (laughs) yes um the lord is with us wherever we go and whatever how much ever rubber we burn off those tires um yes but you don't necessarily have to be everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you weren't called to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so levels of friendship matter. Mm-hmm. Levels of community matter. 
how we show up in those places matter and authentically so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You're really good at that. You're really good at compartmentalizing your friendships and like <laughs> and keeping communities and organizing your time and your space and keeping white space for rest. And and there's seasons when I'm not and we have to re reevaluate and reset and God is so good to to walk with me through that. And even in the places of order, things can still get a little squirrely. Yeah. Yeah. There's no formula. I have a squirrely life. <laughs> I, I don't know a formula yet that prevents it all from half no. from life just being life. Yeah. Or from every from no two days being different. Mm-hmm. Like every day is no matter how you frame it yeah. or schedule it to a T. I have yet to meet a person who's like, every day is exactly the same. <laughs> never once, never once. Not on this planet. No, I don't, I don't know anybody who's ever done that because people, people keep things interesting yeah. by keep things interesting. Yeah. Sound advice, sage advice, my friend, weathered wisdom, that is for sure. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We are going to close out in prayer. Jenna, would you like to do a tandem prayer where I pray, you pray, we pray? Sure, let's do it. All right. Our Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be here in your presence. Lord, we thank you that we don't have to do any ands, ifs, or buts about it. Lord, that we do not have any ceremonies, pomps, or circumstances. God, there is nothing that separates me from you or you from me or Jenna from you or Jenna from, mm. from the love of God, your love, God, or our listeners from your love. Lord, if there is a soul that is listening to this, Father, we already know that you brought them here. We ask that you would draw them near. We ask that their hearts would surrender right here, right now, that they would know your love for them. Lord, that you would bring them friends, that you would encourage and deeply knit them together. Lord, that you would bring them a community in the church, in their homes, in their fellowship, in their friendships. Lord, that they would live lives that are blameless before you, God, that they would present themselves as sacrifices unto you, God, that they would be ambassadors for Christ and that they would find great joy in it. Lord, that they would be free to worship, that they would not be shackled by the sinfulness of our fleshly nature or tripped up by any plausible arguments. Lord, that we wouldn't be bound by our past or any stumbling blocks that the enemy may try to toss in our in our futures, God, that we would be fully focused here and right now on you. Lord, we know that this race is one that we must run with endurance. Lord, we know that this world can be weary and wearisome. Lord, we ourselves are not strangers to affliction. We are not strangers to hurts that are so hard that if we linger for even a moment, taking our eyes off of you and the faithfulness in the seasons, we can find ourselves broken right here before you all over again, as if they were to happen yesterday or even moments ago. Lord, let us linger here with our joy being unshakable, unwavering, and anchored fully, deeply, firmly on you. Lord, thank you for the gift of friendship. Thank you for the gift of hope. Thank you for meeting us where we were in a time of need and for continuing to endure along with us and allowing us to have an enduring friendship that has rejoiced and wept together in these seasons near and far, Lord, in the hills and the valleys and the brambles and in the harvests. And Lord, I ask a special blessing upon my friend as she's preparing to travel back across the country tomorrow, Lord, that she would just be safe, Father, that she would know how loved she is, that she would feel my love, yes, but yours for her even more so. For I know as much as I love her, adore her, as much as my family enjoys her, God, that you, you just elevate her 
that you adore her. You have made a place for her and that you have a place for her at your table and that you invite her to sit there daily, that you want to fill her up, that you want to encourage her, that every time energy and talent that she has is all yours and all a gift from her, from you to her. And I pray that she continues to unwrap them daily, moment to moment, time by time. And I thank you for the encouragement that she is in my life and the gift she is to my family. Be with our listeners as they move forward and our children as they squabble in the living room. <laughs> thank you for our full homes. I do. I give you all the praise and all the glory, God, for, for loving us so much, for providing your son that was a full and complete sacrifice that paid the pay, that paid the price for our sin yes, and that nothing Lord. else is needed and then you go even beyond that word and you give us things that we do not deserve today you give us more than we could ever ask for god and i thank you mm-hmm. that you've modeled relationships that in the bible you've commanded us to love one another and that we can be more sanctified through that lord i do pray for any listeners that are feeling weary or lonely lord i pray that you would just spur them on and encourage them to continue to pray to continue to seek community and to know that they are not alone god i pray that everybody would uh take just a nugget from this of being a a more godly person lord and turn that into being a better friend i'm using the word better friend lord but just somebody who sees beyond their own needs god and is is filled by pouring out to each other god um, because we know that we're doing kingdom work and we're mm-hmm. obeying you and we're glorifying you through our friendships that you have blessed us with, Father. Mm-hmm. I just thank you so much for branding for all that you've done in our friendship, and we look forward to the future on this side of heaven and in heaven, God. Thank you so much. Jesus, let your kingdom come. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We're closing it out. Let's light it up, y'all. Light it up. <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good one. Thank you.